Recorded live.
Amen. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Uh, we'll definitely apologize over technical difficulties uh, this morning, but God is still good, and um, we are still believing and trusting in him. <sighs> My God, that he is still, still watching over, protecting, allowing us to live, move, and have our being, and moving everything out of our way. That's what hinders and force. And then we welcome you to Power and Glory Morning Intercession. We are True Life Ministries under the leadership of our Pastor Elder Gregory Hughes. Uh, definitely want you, you know, anytime you're in the area of East Point, I'm sorry, East Point, Canton, Georgia, uh, either one, come by and visit us uh, every Thursday morning. You're definitely welcome to join us for uh, Power and Glory Morning Intercession. Uh, Dr. Annette Arrington, amen, provides Naomi's word, which is an encouraging word, and then it's followed by intercessory prayer. And with all of that said, good morning, Dr. Arrington. Good morning, Elder Angelia, and to all that have uh, called in this morning just to hear a word from God. Now, God is so awesome. He he reminds us every day when we open up our eyes, when we start moving our limbs, that he is there for us. Well, we've got to understand that if we're still here, it's because he has either called us, chosen us, or because we're faithful to be able to trust us as stewards of his word. So, therefore, the message today is going to be about that. So, anyway, thank you and good morning. Welcome to Naomi's Word. We are here to bring to you, our listeners, words of inspiration, encouragement, to motivate and to help guide you in all wisdom and in all truth. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. The intent and mission of our sessions is to give further understanding about how God operates. It's always what we don't know that gets us in trouble. It's what we do know and when we don't act on it, that too will get us in on trouble. But the object is to always, above all, get the wisdom and understanding about what God has for you to know and what he has for you to do. We learn just how he speaks to his people as he relays to them his plan for their lives. Because he is the God of purpose, know that as he reveals his plan to us, he is also revealing himself. He is God, and we are operating in the timing that he created for this earth, for us. Is creation. God is infinite. We are not. He doesn't need time to do his will. We do. We require the element of time in order for our lives and purposes to be processed. Because of his love for you and for me, he also sent to us, the believer, the Holy Spirit of promise. He is available to us 24 hours a day and seven days a week. He is ready to take us to the places that God has already planned and prepared for us to go. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, and the plans that he has for you. What he has placed in our hearts and minds, we are to use as stepping stones toward the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us, concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk as we faith our way to his purpose for our lives. Never forget 
that life, it is a process toward our living. Once again, life, it is a process, and your participation is required. In your own life, just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you, and he showed up for me. Amen? As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, always and daily put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer. The whole armor of God, it is found in Ephesians six ten through 18. Also consider these scriptures. Create in me a clean heart of God. Renew a right spirit within me. That's found in Psalms 51, 10 through 13. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's found Proverbs 3, 5. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and are the called. That's found in Romans 8, 27 to 29. As you study to show yourself approved, speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, we know that God is with us, for he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. With that, let's begin. God wants our focus back on him. This has been a a standing title for a while, and that is what as believers we're supposed to do keep our focus on him, and to attract and draw others to do the same. The topic is, above all, get understanding, part two. And this understanding is about being the called, the chosen, and the faithful. Romans 1, 5 through 7 says, It is through him that we have received grace and our apostleship to promote obedience to the faith and make disciples for his name's sake among all Gentiles, And you also are among those who are called of Jesus Christ to belong to him. Our focus today, and I have an affirmation for you, and it says, you give but little, but when you give of your possessions, it is when you give of yourself that you truly give. Amen? We are still again under the subject title, God Wants Our Focus Back. In each session of your in each season of your life, God desires to show you you and to give you his plans concerning you. He has a message to and for you in each spiritual session season. He desires that you have the clarity that you need concerning your destiny and journey. Remember, everything about you is a process and of timing. A question to you is, are you listening so that when he speaks to you, you can hear him, identify him? and know that it is his voice. God, he not only wants to bring his people back into order, he wants to place us in the divine positions, fully prepared and equipped, understanding what your purpose will, understanding what your purpose will do for you and give you, you will also understand the ability to continue to press forward in your life, informed. We are called and chosen to do the works prepared and to do the works for the prepared and effective ministries that he has called us into. We need his help. In order to conduct his business on his behalf, we need his divine direction and guidance in order to possess the courage to become. As his creation, you have got to show up as a real authentic you. 
God wants to use you and to show you you. He wants to see his glory come out of you. No one else can do or be you. Only you have your assignment. Learn to be you. Listen to and for his voice. Hebrews three fourteen through 16 says, For we believers have become partakers of Christ, sharing in all that Messiah has for us. If only we hold firm our newborn confidence, which, is, which originally led us to him until the end, while it is said, Today, while there is still opportunity, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart, as when they provoked me in the rebellion in the desert of Meribah. He is letting you know in advance to expect him to speak to you. In fact, God is speaking right now. The question, are you listening? In my Life Training 101, I learned that I had to experience and go through each of the seasons of life naturally as well as spiritually in order for me to get the lessons of purpose that were being taught as God was equipping me for the sake of the kingdom and for the purpose of destiny. You must become aware that each season is allowed in order to teach us lessons on strength, endurance, growth, faith, humility, and trust. Would we conduct ourselves differently if we did not go through these experiences? Remember, Jesus is coming back soon, and those who endure to the end shall be saved. So let's be ready from the inside out. Today's message in getting understanding is about God's divine plan dealing with those who are the called, the chosen, and the faithful. And and this is giving you understanding about them. As a believer, you must know for sure what your position is in Christ. You must know what God has for you regarding your purpose. It is essential. It will prepare you as the Holy Spirit directs, leads, and guides you forward to and into your purpose, your call, and destiny. Keep in mind, you must always pursue getting wisdom and pursue acquiring the understanding necessary so that you can go forward. I would like to share this message with you today to encourage you to continue to pursue the face of God for his plans, purpose, and the destiny assigned to you. Trust God for his divine direction as you go on your journey in all ways and at all times. Many are called, but few are chosen. Have you ever known someone you uh, have you ever known someone you would call a born leader, or do you know anyone who is blessed with such a beautiful voice you would say that they are born to sing? If so, have you ever also witnessed the heartache that develops if people aren't doing what they were born to do? There is definitely a difference between being called and being chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen, Scripture says. And this is what our message is about. The eternal God desires that those who are called out of this world be his chosen ones as well. What exactly does it mean to be called and chosen? When Jesus returns to earth, the Bible reveals a specific description of who will be with him, the called, the chosen, and the faithful. These three words actually define who the saints of God are. Each of these words denotes a different meaning, and it is important to understand what it means to be called 
chosen and faithful. The called. In the New Testament, the word called means a calling and is used especially of God's invitation to man to accept the benefits of salvation. Vine's expository dictionary of the Old and New Testament words say called, calling, and calling when you're checking to get them defined. It said it is interesting to note the similarities in the Greek word for church, which is ecclesia, meaning a calling out of. So the church consists of those who are called, invited by God to understand his plan, to repent of their sins, and to receive the Holy Spirit. It is important to understand that one's calling is an act of God. Only he calls and invites someone. That is quite evident when Jesus told the crowds in John 6, through 45, it says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, giving him the desire to come to me, and I will raise him up from the dead on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will be, and they will all be taught of God. Everyone who has listened to and learned from the Father comes to me. There are a number of scriptures that speak of the Christian's calling. When the Apostle Paul wrote his epistle to Romans, he referred to his audience as the called of Jesus Christ. Later, when writing in, uh, to the Corinthian brethren, Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 1, 6-9, In this way, our testimony about Christ was confirmed and established in you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift which comes from the Holy Spirit, as you eagerly wait with confident trust for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ when he returns. And he will also confirm you to the end, keeping you strong and free of any accusation so that you will be blameless and beyond reproach in the day of the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. He is reliable, trustworthy, and ever true to his promise. He can be depended on, and through him you are you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Not only is Christian to be called not only is a Christian to be called into the fellowship of his son, which indicates a relationship with him, but there is a calling out of darkness into his marvelous light. This is a true blessing to be called out of the confusion and erroneous teachings that were so extant in the world into the light of God's truth. However, being called is not enough to be a saint. We must respond to that calling, invitation. I'll read that again. Being called is not enough to be a saint. We must respond to that calling, to that invitation. Positive action is required. To be chosen, a person must accept his or her calling, be grateful for it, and move forward in serving God and his son. Next definition is regarding the chosen. The word for chosen in the Greek language is ekletos, meaning chosen out, means select. It can also be translated as elect. God truly calls and he chooses, but after one's calling, an individual decision has to be made as well. One must accept the calling and act accordingly. 2 Thessalonians 2, 13 through 15 says, But we should and are morally obligated as debtors always to give thanks to God for you. Believers beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation 
through the sanctifying work of the Spirit that sets you apart for God's purpose and by your faith in the truth of God's word that leads you to spiritual maturity. It was to this end that he called you through our gospel, the good news of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, so that you may obtain and share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold tightly to the traditions which you were taught, whether by word of mouth or by letter from us. The Apostle Paul clearly states the combined decision by God to both call and choose his people. But the brethren saints were to hold fast to what they were taught, whether it came from God's word or from sermons. They had to become and remain obedient to God. We have to make a decision after we hear the word of truth. We must trust God and believe in his son and then be sealed with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is given after repentance, belief, and baptism. In, in that, we must always understand. We are to be obedient to God. We cannot just accept the wonderful calling of God and continue life following our own desires. We are to be the elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, in sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. The called and chosen must be faithful. They must continue to actively believe, obey, and rely on God. The called and chosen will need to be faithfully will need to faithfully endure both in good and bad times. Paul very very clearly stated the responsibilities of the called. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. And again, we know that's the presence of the Holy Spirit within the believer. That's the only way you can walk in that. And now we're on the faithful. Being faithful is defined as following. There are two senses in which this word can be understood. It means to be trusted, reliable, and secondly, active, signifying, believing, trusting, and relying. The called and chosen must be faithful. They must continue to actively believe, obey, and rely on God. The called and chosen will need to be faithfully will need to faithfully endure both, again, in good and in bad times. The Bible is full of examples of faithfulness of his people, those who look forward to the coming kingdom of God. The author of Hebrews 11 points out a number of men and women of faith. Despite difficult trials, they relied on God and always looked to the future. They were the called and chosen, and they were full of faith. Many are called, but few are chosen. This particular phrase was used by Jesus after he spoke a parable in which someone was invited to a wedding but did not have on a wedding garment. Matthew 22, 11 through 14 says, But when the king came in to see the dinner guest, he saw a man there who was not 
dressed appropriately in wedding clothes. And he said, friend, how did you come in here without wearing the wedding clothes that were provided for you? And the man was speechless and without excuse. Then the king said to the attendants, tie him hand and foot, throw him into the darkest outside, darkness outside. In that place, there will be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth over distress and anger. For many are called, invited and summoned, but few are chosen. The lesson of the parable is that when someone is called by God, that person has a responsibility to respond to the calling and make spiritual changes in his or her life. The man in the parable who was invited to the wedding had a duty to come dressed for the occasion, which symbolically meant that he was to put on righteousness, but he didn't do that. So Jesus made his famous statement that many are called, but few are chosen. Therefore, the called out ones must spiritually be prepared and be clothed in righteousness. I'll read that again. Therefore, the called out ones must be spiritually prepared and be called and be clothed in righteousness. Make your call and election sure. The Apostle Peter specifically reminded the brethren to be diligent in their calling. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As Peter implied, one's calling must not be neglected since the called and chosen have exceedingly great and precious promises. It is for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and above all, love. Peter continued, for if these things are yours and abound, you will neither you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a wonderful blessing. And amen for the Holy Spirit being the power behind that. In the concluding chapter of 1 Peter, we read the following statement. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, and strengthen, and settle you. It is the will of God to open our minds to his truth. He wants us to remain faithful to him after our calling so that we can be his chosen, his elect. Sure, life in this world is not easy, but there is hope. Let's be about the business of being called, being the called and chosen and faithful. As Paul had voiced, what is required of stewards is that they be found faithful. The steward is just a servant. He doesn't run the household. The master does. His only responsibility is to do what the master tells him. What, God's requ- what God requires of you is not success, but faithfulness in what he has assigned to you. Ask yourself, what has Jesus called you to do? You aren't responsible to save the world, but you are responsible to follow Christ in your situation. For a servant, success in life is identifying what God has called you to and being completely faithful in it. Understand this. The gospel is the good news that God is restoring our broken lives through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
in an effort to not only be restored, but to also be used effectively by God in the restoring of the broken lives of others, it is always imperative that we learn to know what God's plan and will for our lives consist of. We must understand what God is doing in our lives when he is helping us to get understanding. As you pursue deeper, a deeper relationship with Christ, never forget who your divine help is. Of course, it is the Holy Spirit of God. Have you ever thought about your life without the Holy Spirit? Wow. Each day that we are here brings about new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in him. What you possess in him, and because of your relationship with him, he desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you. Only you can do and be you. You must desire in your heart to do and be in his perfect will for your life. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete, but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in the mirror. And again, we are talking about today the called, the chosen, and the faithful. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, give to you, manifest a new thing into your life. It is not new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, the need and desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is a change agent of your reality, and he is waiting on you. Understand that it takes courage to be who God called you to be. He called for you to be different, to act different, and to make a difference. By choosing Christ and committing to walking, talking, and living your life as a Christian, it requires special courage. Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? If so, then you must reimagine your possibilities. As it, is un- as it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life, after we have confessed our sins, is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit and then strive to establish a true relationship with Christ. You must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. When you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you are also choosing to go, to grow, and to flow. In other words, to keep it moving, to keep moving forward. Understand that making no decision is still making a decision, and you are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. You must choose to grow. I personally have chosen to change. Therefore, I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your day, remember that this is your time. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has made in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus, he is enough for you. When you show up on his behalf, he will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to be an encouragement and an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. 
give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Thank you for joining us today here at Naomi's Word. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everyone. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus loves and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifices that he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know for yourself that he is. Hebrews 13.8 says Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today and forevermore. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Won't he do it? Know that you are awesome in his sight, that Jesus loves you, and so do I. You have an awesome day and an awesome week in him. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. God is amazing. Yes, he is. He is such a blessing to us. And our goal ought to be to be, for him to be a blessing through us, for us to be a blessing to somebody else. There are a lot of different ways to be a blessing. You know, there's giving, and that's usually the first thing that people think uh, is to give and, and to, to pay bills or to, 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 you know, but there's a whole lot, a plethora of ways that um, we can be a blessing, that God can be a blessing to others through us. Um, and so the thing is for us to seek ways for God to use us to be a blessing in the life of somebody else. Uh, we seek a lot of legacy. But I don't think that there is a greater legacy than that that we have or that each individual has been able to be a blessing, to make an impact in the lives of others, one that lasts a lifetime and then more, uh, one that is visible, um, a visible effect, a visible change. Um, that is that is the legacy. And in this hour, uh, I want to um, encourage you to keep one another lifted I pray for you, you pray for me. We hear that in, in in the line of a song, I love you, I need you to survive. But we spiritually really do. Um, we are um, commanded or we are commissioned to, you know, pray without ceasing, pray fervently, with pray. And we're to pray for one another. Pray for all the saints, you know, pray for those that we love. It even says pray for your enemies, you know. We're supposed to to keep one another lifted up. And so that definitely is what we want to do. And I say all that uh, to say that we look 
and we see people along the way, maybe stumble, some people along the way, maybe even fall. Um, but the revelation that God gave a good while back, um, I heard it told um, that if you're connected to one that stumbles and falls, you know, if you were watching them along the way, why didn't you pray for them? Why didn't you lift them up? Why didn't you hold them up? Uh, we definitely want to pray for uh, our leaders, our government leaders, yes, but our spiritual leaders. It doesn't matter if it is your bishop, your pastor, or if it's the leadership that's in line uh, in the ministry that you worship in. We want to keep them all lifted because this particular hour, it doesn't matter where you are, doesn't matter who you are, um, it, the, there's an there's an effort to call a stumble, cause a stumble. There's a an effort to cause falling away. We have to remember what the Word of God says, and that's really what it's all about. You know, as as Doctor Arrington was saying about being faithful, being faithful. The thing is, is really to be faithful to God. You know what He commanded and what He He commissioned you to do. You know, if we're in the military and 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 we sign up and 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 we're enlisted and 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 we're expected to be uh, a place doing a thing. It doesn't matter if you want to go to war or not. If they assign you to go to the war zone, you must show up. And if you do not, well, now there is a consequence for that. Um, and so we definitely want to be in the will of God. We definitely don't want to be distracted or held up. We want to be faithful. We don't want to be discouraged. Uh, we don't want to be weary in our well doing. So that is one of the things, uh, one of the reasons I should say why it's so important for us to hold one another up because this whole thing that's coming is coming to make us weary in our well doing. But God is just saying, just keep pressing. Just keep pressing. That's all in the show up. Just keep pressing. Because even if you're weary in your well-doing and you keep showing up, you can be strengthened. If you, you if you become weary in your well-doing and you just if you would just show up, God can empower and that can enable you to keep pressing. I know from my own experiences, but I definitely want to ask, definitely want to bring it before you, pray. Like never before, pray for your leaders. Pray for those who are under them, any leaders that you know, all leadership around the world, that there is no falling away because that, that falling away or, or any type of shift or move that's really not in the will of God causes an issue for all. It's a domino effect. And so we've got to keep all leaders, leadership, encouraged and lifted up before God, amen, because he is the creator, he is the designer, amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you that you give us that revelation, God. I thank you that you care.
I thank you, God, that you love us enough, hallelujah, to have people in places praying for us. God, I thank you for whomever it is, wherever they are, praying for me. God, hallelujah, that you've had people in place all of my life praying for me. Hallelujah. And so, God, I see that you're still in that business, God, you're still in the business of reminding people to think about somebody else. God, you're still in the business, oh, God, of reminding them to love somebody else enough to pray for them. Pray for them in whatever state that they be in, oh, God. I thank you that you, oh, God, remind somebody somewhere to lift them up. And I thank you, oh, God, hallelujah, Jesus, for that, for being the faithful God that you are. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I lift up leaders before you, oh, God. I lift them up before you, oh, God. Spiritual leaders, I lift them up before you, God. Everyone that says, I am a minister of the gospel, everyone that preaches the gospel, God, hallelujah, every messenger that you've sent, set in place, and even those who decided that they were just going to be the ones that went, God, I thank you now for them in the name of Jesus. Everyone, oh God, that is going with the gospel with good intentions, oh God, I pray for them right now that you hedge them in and protect them, oh God, hallelujah, anybody, oh God, that just went, oh God, and their intentions may not have been good, God, I thank you that you would even begin to touch their heart now in the name of Jesus, that you would begin to root out God anything in it that should not be. Hallelujah, God, that you would touch their mind, that their mind would think differently, God, that you would show them you. Hallelujah, the same way that you did, Paul, God, I thank you that you would show them you in the name of Jesus, God. I thank you that when they open the book, God, that they're able to see you like never before in the fullness of your power and glory through the revelation of the word, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. I pray for all leaders, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Whether they be pastors, hallelujah, bishops and apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers, God, I pray for every one of them now in the name of Jesus, that they be strong enough to stand in these, what the old people call the last and evil days. God, I thank you that they're able to stand. God, I thank you that they're able to stand. God, I thank you for the whole armor of God. And if they don't know what the whole armor of God is, God, I thank you that you would remind them. God, I thank you that you would reveal to them what it is and just how to use it, oh God. Hallelujah, because the enemy has turned up the heat, but but you are God. And so I thank you, oh Lord Jesus, that you begin to reveal unto your servants, oh God. Hallelujah, for your word says, save your servants who trust in you. So God, those who are trusting in you, oh God, I thank you that you are with them in the name of Jesus because Psalm 125 says those that trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. Hallelujah. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. God, we are your people. Oh, God, hallelujah, Jesus. And so I thank you for that, hallelujah, God, ability to be able to stand because you're holding us up. I thank you for the ability to be able to stand, God, hallelujah, because you have us surrounded and you have us protected. God, I thank you for the ability to stand, God, and keep moving forward, oh God, because you've got this thing, God. You've got it all under control, oh God, because the battle is yours. I thank you that you're fighting for us, God. Hallelujah, that we not be part of the ones, oh God, that fall away. That is the important thing, that we don't 
fall away, that we don't fall away from you, God, that we keep pressing in the faith, that we keep on believing in the faith, that we keep on believing in the power of the living God, the power of you, God, not having a form of godliness and denying the power of you, but, God, that we have a real godliness, that we're able, oh, God, to believe and walk in God and operate in the power of you, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Jesus, help us, God. Help help us, God. Help us, God. Because the bombarding, oh God, is meant to cause us to fall away. Hallelujah. Don't let us fall away, God. Don't let us get distracted and caught up in anything else, oh God. Don't let us fall away. Let the gospel that we preach be that which is sound doctrine. Oh, God, we are human in this flesh. God, that I thank you that you stay inside, God, that the spirit of you stay connected to us, God, to help keep this stuff called flesh in check, oh, God. Hallelujah. That which we speak, oh, God, is sound doctrine. That which we speak, oh, God, is sound doctrine. So I thank you now that the sound doctrine that comes out, God, is like a two-edged sword dividing us thunder even into the joints and marrow because the word, oh, God, is powerful just like that. God, I thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, that every prayer prayed, oh God, is one that's prayed with power, hallelujah, is one that's even prayed with conviction. God, a prayer that's prayed, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, to line up with your word, oh God, so that it too becomes a sword, oh God, hallelujah, that is because the war, oh God, hallelujah, is going forth, it doesn't matter if you believe it or not, it is going forth in the spirit realm, hallelujah, and it's Hallelujah, God. It is designed in how you get it to tear us down, God. It is designed, hallelujah, of the adversary to bring an end to each and every one of us, God, that our gospel be null and void. Hallelujah, that the reputation that we have in you, God, is null and void. Hallelujah, Jesus, that we become so weary that we give up the faith. Hallelujah, that we even give up the fight, God, even if we're Stay saved. The enemy, hallelujah, the adversary would desire that we not preach the word anymore, that we not minister to anybody, oh God, hallelujah, to give a testimony anymore, oh God, because he's rendered them as just Taurus, but oh God, every testimony that we have, oh God, it may not be for everybody, but God, I thank you for each and every testimony, oh God, that you've given to your people because somebody somewhere, oh God, needs to hear that, God, so that they be able to stand, oh God, in these last and evil days. Hallelujah, Jesus, because I, yeah, 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 yeah. He roams to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. I thank you that you protect your servants, O oh God. Save your servants that trust in you, O oh God, that he not destroy, O oh God, that he not kill, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, that he not 
steal away anything that you desire for us all to have, whatever it is, God. Hallelujah, Jesus, from the minister that is the farthest point away from me, down to me, myself, and I, oh God. Everything that you've designed, oh God, hallelujah, inside of purpose, everything that you've designed, oh God, that is to be a blessing, everywhere that we're supposed to go, everybody that we're supposed to touch, God, even down to our children in the name of Jesus, because he'll use whatever he can use, oh God. Hallelujah. Our family members help, oh God. He'll use whatever he can use, oh God, to bring a discouragement, to cause there to be a hurdle, to cause there to be a stumbling block. He'll use our sisters and our brothers. God, he'll use our jobs, oh God. God, he'll use everything outside the door of the home that we live in, oh God. But I thank you that you've got us all, hallelujah, covered and protected, oh God, in the name of Jesus. You've even assigned angels, oh God, to walk in the spirit realm, in a realm that we cannot naturally see. God, I thank you that they're fighting, oh God, in everything that you send down to us, God, whether it be anointing and elevation, oh God, whether it be a blessing, whether it be a word of knowledge, whether it be more power from you, whatever it is, we know that the adversary is warring there, but we thank you for the angels, oh God. We thank you for the warring angels, oh God, that are battling on our behalf, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray for the minds of those, oh God, who are serving, oh God, who are laboring in this thing called the gospel. Every suicidal spirit, I come against it now in the name of Jesus, for the Lord has revealed, and so we speak to it now. Don't Sit there and let the enemy talk to you. Don't sit there in in the name of Jesus and let the enemy speak to you. Don't worry about a reputation. Don't worry about any money. Don't worry about hallelujah, Jesus. Whatever it is that the enemy is trying to throw your way, you may have made mistakes, but whatever it is, hallelujah, God is greater than that. So put that behind you in the name of Jesus. Jesus, and stand up and be, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, stand up and walk, hallelujah, the gospel that he gave him, the power that he gave him, walk in it now in the name of Jesus, and it will destroy, hallelujah, because anything that's supposed to fall away from you will fall away, anything that's supposed to move away from you shall move away from you, hallelujah, Jesus, because you've got to get to new territory, you got to get to new territory. You've got to reach, hallelujah, new people. You've got to do greater works. Hallelujah. Because even when Christ left, he said, greater works shall ye do. So, God, I thank you now, God, that you would hear this prayer. And hallelujah, that person, oh, God, that you would allow them, God, to know that you are God and you've got this all under control. Mistake. Oh, no mistakes. Hallelujah, Jesus, that they don't have to give up just because they're imperfect, that they don't have to step back just because they're imperfect. And everything may not be going the way, God, you initially intended for it to go, but it's all right. Let them know, oh, God, hallelujah, that the enemy has no power except the power that we give them. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. And I thank you, oh God, that thus far, in spite of every suicidal thought, you kept them in the name of Jesus. Passing through, thinking that nobody knows, oh God, but I thank you that you're faithful to reveal. Hallelujah, because you love us and you care about us enough, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Wherever any servant is, oh God, who is trying to give up, who is trying to give up, who is trying to give up, God, I thank you that you would strengthen them. In the name of Jesus, strengthen their body, strengthen their mind, strengthen their soul, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray for those, oh God, who may not even be all the way in this thing, but they're preaching the gospel anyway. God, I pray right now, I pray for them, oh Lord God, that you will begin to reveal yourself like never before, like never before, oh God, that their lives be changed, oh God. Hallelujah in the way, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah in the way, oh God, you understand, and the way, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, that you would be in the midst stronger than ever before. Hallelujah. And that you would transform them, God. That you would transform them, God. That you would transform them, God. Hallelujah. Because there's much work to do. And so I pray for leaders, God. Hallelujah. And inside of all of that is my own, God. I lift him up before you in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that you're still sitting around and within, God, that even you're still in him. Hallelujah, Jesus, strengthen him. Hallelujah, God. Strengthen him, God. Hallelujah. In this hour, oh, Lord God. Strengthen his mind. Strengthen his heart, God. Strengthen his soul. In the name of Jesus. At the power of you. We rest inside, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name. In him, oh God, in you, oh God, he lives and moves and has his very being. Hallelujah, Jesus. Cover him now. Cover him now, God. Cover him now, God. Cover him now, God. Cover him now, God. You understand. Cover him now, God. Cover him now, God. Hey, God, touch him now, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, oh, God, touch. Hallelujah, Jesus. Wherever he is, God, be there in that place. Things that are troubling him, oh, God, I thank you that you're right there with him, God. You're sitting beside him, oh, God. Hallelujah, you've got your arms around him, God. The word of God says that when we even pray, God, you're covered with your feathers, God, in the name of Jesus. Cover him, oh God. That is to love him, oh God. Let him feel your love. Let him feel your love, oh God. And I thank you even that he would feel the love of those that love him, oh God, in the name of Jesus, at the time that he needs it most. Hallelujah, God. I thank you that he's able to draw from the love that he feels, oh God, in the name of Jesus from all of those who love him without reason. 
oh God, hallelujah, those, oh God, that you've assigned, that just love God because they need to be loved to God. They need to be able to feel it. Why? So that they don't become weary in the well-doing God. Hallelujah, Jesus. So, God, even as we end this prayer, God, I thank you that you've got all leaders in the palm of your hand, oh, God, and you're meeting their needs. And the only thing that this prayer does, oh, God, is empower, hallelujah, empower, hallelujah, empower, and pull down strongholds. It empowers, oh, God, and pulls down strongholds, hallelujah, that are designed, devised, hallelujah, to change, to destroy, to steal, to kill your people and the zeal and the call and the purpose of which they were chosen, oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. But you're faithful because this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Go forth because, see, this day right here, this day is dominated. But encourage someone else to do the same. Someone else who's discouraged, let them know. They can get through. They can make it. You're the witness. You are the living testimony. Hallelujah. Whether it's it's a, a, a bad day on the job for them or whether it's because something is happening and they're just discouraged or because they're looking and, and nothing is happening. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, encourage someone else to dominate that day and remind them that God is on their side. God is with them. And if they, they can't feel them, they can surely talk to him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Have a blessed day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.